Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Right, so um, the next talk is by Dr. Yvonne Taylor. She's um, she's a chief inspector in the UK and she's currently seconded to the College of Policing and she's working on the in the National Wellbeing Service. And we're going to put the link to the National Wellbeing Service into the comments for you now as well. Um, you can copy that out. As, as in the, if you're in the UK, um, that might be very relevant for you. And here is Yvonne. My name is Yvonne Taylor. I'm currently um, a chief inspector working for the National Police Wellbeing Service and I um, am leading on all things sleep and fatigue. Um, it's a, a very new post, I've only been in, in role for one month um, and I'm on secondment from West Yorkshire Police. I'd never really considered how I would deal with working shifts, um, preparing for them or coping with shift work. It wasn't really something that was discussed Back then when I joined, um, there was no introduction on working shifts, no hints and tips. We just kind of got on with it. My research um, has involved um, an investigation of shift work and fatigue driving, specifically with police service employees. Um, so not just police officers, but those other members of the police family who might also work shifts or irregular hours as well. So such as dispatchers within the force control rooms. And in that, I was particularly interested in the commute home from work. I discovered that road traffic incidents contributed greatly to the number of officer deaths over the years. And that sort of made me more determined to explore the issue a bit further, finding that whilst on night, the participants um, obtained around two hours less sleep than they did um, compared with other shifts. Shift work's always going to be needed. Um, it's not something that we can just get rid of, so we have to find the best way of, of managing um, the shifts we work, I guess, and, and how we deal with, with the fatigue that that causes. So um, fatigue's not something that's generally been openly discussed in policing. It's not something that's easy to deal with, and that might account for... Some of the reasons, I guess, why um, many might have been reluctant to open that particular can of worms. In the 50-year period between 1970 and 2019, um, 1,126 officers were killed overall in the line of duty. 495 of those were as a direct result of road traffic incidents. Only 37% of those were on-duty deaths and the rest were whilst commuting, so 26% commuting to work and 37% commuting home from work. We do get tired, it's not normal for us to be awake through the night and to function through the night, um, and that, that can be difficult for shift workers to, to manage. Um, they're usually trying to sleep at the wrong times for their body clock. Very interesting things mentioned by Yvonne. Half of deaths of police officers are actually called in road traffic incidents, and um, the majority of those um, are commuting, commuting from commuting home from work, especially. So it's unnatural for us to be awake through the night, 
and yet officers have to do it. And then they have to be alert to drive back home. And then they have to try to sleep during the day. I can't sleep during the day unless I'm really sick. So I, I don't know how you guys do that. And people get two hours less sleep when working night shifts. So really, really dangerous. What do you think, Ginny? Yeah, totally. Um, there are optimal conditions for sleeping. Doing it during the day, obviously, isn't it? Um, but again, very relevant information she brought forward. Um, because all you're doing, it's not just the, the number of hours you're at work. It's the queue on either side as well, which makes a, a long, long day when you're tired. Sleep hygiene practices are important. Um, stress management, avoidance of too much alcohol, techniques and scheduling time for sleep as a priority. So some really simple techniques such as blackout blinds, trying to rely in before later shifts or before night shifts, strategic napping, um, for example, um, letting family and friends have your work schedule, asking them not to ring or turning your phone off. Sleep um, is really important for well-being and for physical and mental health. I think we all know that a, a good night's sleep seems everything makes, seems to make everything seem um, a bit better and a bit brighter. So let's just prioritise some uh, some good old-fashioned sleep. Some fairly recent research has shown that in order to get proper rest and recuperation, we do need to switch off fully. Um, from work. Yeah, we need to get proper rest, prioritize sleep, and also make sure the family knows about it. Um, sleep hygiene, you know, James Raven always talked about that as well. Very important. What do you think, Jenny? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, minimum, um, preferably eight hours of good quality uninterrupted sleep. Have your bedroom temperature at 16 to 18 degrees. Have the blackout blinds. Uh, if you're coming off a night shift, um, and it's sunshiny or it's or not even sunshiny and it's and it's light, get the sunglasses on. We're not talking about the police Ray-Ban things. We're just saying get some sunglasses on, cut out the blue light, avoid the um, the phone, anything that emits blue light because that's the one that's all um, related to your body. That's the, the thing that wakes you up. Um, try and get away from the noise, sleep in a quiet part of the house, have a word with the wife or your partner about taking the kids out, maybe even put the dog out to doggy daycare. And just like James suggested, try and avoid getting things delivered to the house. It's about trying to do the best that you can do to make sure that you get the best quality sleep you can. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam, this is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts.